Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome and how we can overcome these nagging feelings of self-doubt. You're listening to the Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. Imposter syndrome. What does it mean exactly? A lot of us have probably used it, experienced it, or felt it, but I wanted to define it here before we dive into this conversation. And imposter syndrome is also called perceived fraudulence, involves feelings of self-doubt, personal incompetence that persists despite your education, your experience, and your accomplishments. And that to counter these feelings, you may end up working harder and holding yourself to higher standards. I thought this was really interesting because it's very true, right? Whether or not you went to school You may have more experience than somebody who did go to school, or maybe you went to school, but you don't have as much experience as somebody who's been working in the industry for a decade, or perhaps you're just getting started, but you have a background in graphic design and somebody who went to school for surface pattern and print design doesn't have a background in graphic design. So they may feel incompetent in that area. And it just is so interesting to me that we're constantly looking at what we're not instead of what we are. And even for myself, you know, pivoting into the space of online education and coaching and trainings and even the podcast, I had to work through a lot of self-doubt and kind of this question that you ask yourself sometimes, like, who am I? Who am I to be showing up here and talking to anybody about any of these things? And Sometimes you just have to sit down and take a good hard look at yourself from kind of an outsider's perspective in order to see all the things that we do not see about ourselves. And it took me a really long time to do this. I still struggle with this every day. I think we all do. And no matter how confident someone is or a designer can be, I think that there's that little little nagging self-doubt every once in a while, especially, especially when we want to try something new. So if you're new to the industry, you may feel it. If you're pivoting from one space to another, you're going to feel it. If you are up-leveling your game and showing up on social more and building brand, you're going to feel it. And I am of the mind that if you're not feeling it, you're not stretching yourself. You're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. If you feel like a fraud, if you feel imposter syndrome, if you feel self-doubt, then 
I think you're in a good place because that means you're pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. You're you're getting uncomfortable. You're trying something new. And that is where we grow. That's where we find change. That's where we find new opportunities. And that's where life can get super exciting. So let's talk about ways that we can look at imposter syndrome to kind of allow it to be a natural part of what we're doing rather than trying to get rid of it. And I don't think that it's something we need to get rid of. I think that it's going to be a part of the process, those little feelings of self-doubt. And again, like I said, I think that means that you're on the right track. So ways that we can push past it and continue to grow in those areas in our life where we feel self-doubt I believe is all about being consistent and I'm sure some of you guys have heard this before. I think Tony Robbins said that repetition is the mother of skill and I believe that we should all live by this. If you are trying to create a sustainable business, that repetition is the mother of skill and whether you are talking about your creative practice and your skills as an artist, or you're talking about your business practice and your skill level of running your business, whether you are talking about your skill set working with clients or doing custom work or your level of skill when it comes to color or trend forecasting or market research, understanding your end user, understanding your clients, building a website, showing up on social, having a beautiful Instagram feed, a curated Instagram feed, right? Managing an online store for your prints, selling your prints via email, um, setting up email marketing software. There's all these things that can feel very daunting and there's self-doubt a lot of the time like, well, I only have 10 people on my list. So if I send an email out to 10 people, no one's going to buy my prints. I'm not a studio. How do I do this, right? And it's so great to push past those feelings of doubt because that's what's going to push us to learn. It's going to push us to implement what we're learning, which will allow us to become consistent with what we see working and stop doing what's not working. And when you're creating repetition and consistency, whether in your creative practice or in your business practice, It will help you to sharpen skills, which is going to allow you to progress forward, getting better and better, and finding growth as we move forward. However, there is a comfort level that's going to come with consistency, and we don't want to get complacent, so it's good that once you begin to feel comfortable, like really comfortable, that's usually an indicator of, okay, I need to try something new, or let's try and get out of my comfort zone, try something new, try something different, and really expand what you're doing in your business. Then you're on to the next thing that you're a little bit uncomfortable trying to do, right? Because you've never done that thing before. But I do think that doing them one at a time is key because I think we can get overwhelmed with self-doubt when we're doing too many things at once that are outside of our comfort zone. And that's where I think we feel the overwhelm, right? And the stuckness that we can feel sometimes where we're unable to move forward. Whereas if we're throwing in something 
outside of our comfort zone sort of one thing at a time until we build the confidence in that one thing and the consistency and the repetition of that one skill that we're sharpening and then move on to the next thing outside of our comfort zone and sharpen those skills. Then the next thing and the next thing. And I think that that's where we can build confidence while still challenging ourselves without getting the overwhelm, right? So this kind of goes back to what we spoke about last week, you know, really implementing the things that we learn one at a time and being focused and intentional. And they kind of work together here when we talk about repetition and sharpening our skill set and building confidence. And as you build confidence in different areas of your business, I think you do overcome that self-doubt a little at a time before you move on to the next thing. I think another really good exercise that I've kind of implemented in my own life to help sort of manage self-doubt and manage that feeling of imposter syndrome is whenever I feel it, whenever I get a little bit nervous or I feel unsure or I feel that that little voice that goes, who are you to be doing these things? Whenever I hear that little voice, I stop. I stop everything. And I start to think about all of the things that I have accomplished in my life. I start thinking about successes, experiences I've been through, the clients that I've worked with, the designers that I've been able to work with, how many print sales we've had over time, how I'm able to still have a thriving business post-pandemic, how I was able to take two years off to be with my son and still come back to my business. There are a lot of things that we can look back on and begin listing out that will give you that little boost of confidence. When you really stop to think about how far you've come, you can begin to feel a little bit more sure-footed where you are, right? And we often don't take the time to do this. And I really recommend sitting down when you find yourself in a moment of self-doubt, just sit down and begin listing out your accomplishments, listing out where you were when you got started and where you are now and how hard it felt then and how easy it might feel for you now. And how you've already overcome so much self-doubt that it will hopefully inspire and encourage you forward. My business mentor, James Wedmore, has this analogy that I think really applies nicely here, which is to imagine yourself on a hike and you're halfway through the hike and you're looking ahead thinking, oh, I still have so far to go. I'm tired. How am I how am I going to do this? It's so far. It's so hard. It's so far to the top, right? The top of the mountain, let's say. And we often forget to just turn around and look behind us and see how far we've come and how beautiful it is behind us. And I want to challenge you that the next time you feel that little bit of self-doubt creep in to stop what you're doing and turn around and look how far you've come. Another way that we can work with these ideas of worthiness of where you're at uh, is to create rituals and routines in your business. So 
if you have rituals and routines in place, they're really going to lend themselves to that repetition that we spoke about, which is going to help you build creative confidence, which is going to kind of soften that voice of self-doubt that's in your mind, right? I think what's really important here is that the rituals and routines that we have in place are balanced between your business practice and your creative practice. They're going to work together to support you. And often the self-doubt could come in from not having the strong enough business practice, even though your skills are crazy good, or you have a really strong business practice, but you need to really work on your handwriting or sharpening your creative skill set, or maybe there's a certain type of print or layouts, or you need to work with color, whatever it is, you'll be able to take a step back, look at your business and see where those rituals and routines can come into place to make sure that you are being repetitive and consistent on both sides, on the creative and on the business side of things. And as they work together to support you, it again will start to soften that little voice that pops up that says, you can't do this. What are you doing? This is so hard. Um, We want to make this easy on us. We want to build confidence in ourselves, in our business, and really having consistency and confidence is what's going to get you the clients and And that's what's going to continue to propel you forward. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Print Life Podcast. I'm over here super excited as I begin preparing for my live free workshop on November 11th. To make sure that you're on the list for this free training, head over to whitebuffalostudio.com forward slash design to thrive. See you there.